I just wanna chill and vibe Baby girl, keep it real, no lies She said she's 21, I said alright If we gon' be grown and speak your mind I just wanna chill and vibe 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 Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up Turn up What's good, Silpers? <laughs> it's your girl, baby. And over there is Buddha. Hey. How y'all doing? Huh? Okay, very good. Listen, listen, listen. Welcome back, old Silpers. And welcome, new Silpers. You are now tuned in to Sipping in Conversations with Buddha and Baby. Let go. Okay. How was your day? Baby, my day was all right, man. My day was all right. I'm just trying to handle some business over here. Okay, go ahead. Get it, get it handled. Listen, for my sippers that are tuning in on the um, uh, different groups, uh, your name, if you did not go through the security method that it instructed you to do, I will not be able to see your name. So as you come in and you say hello, on the live stream, be sure to say who you are, okay? Because I won't see that. Or you can go back out, come back in um, by following the instructions so that your comments can come through. So if you are streaming, uh, if you're viewing this through All About the Ladies group, you're going to have to follow a couple of instructions uh, so that your comments can come through, okay? Otherwise, I won't know exactly who you are. But hey, how you doing, sis? I'm sure it's one of my ladies that's coming through. You know what I'm saying? Being great and whatever. Okay, let me just say it because that's what y'all do. Represent. Okay, enough of that silliness. Uh, okay, very good, very good. So listen, while Buddha's taking care of a couple of things, um, it's a great day to be great. What you sipping on? Me? Mm. Baby blues. I'll tell you what I'm sipping on, baby. I'm back. Okay, I'm sipping on the normal cognac and um, root beer. Root beer. Root beer. Pint. Pint of cinnamon. Okay, okay. Can y'all hear us out there? Give me a thumbs up. They would have probably told me by now they can't hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, Miss Hodu, that you know, know what you do. Oh, okay. 
you know, we gotta be silly. It ain't just it ain't gonna be right if we don't be Buddha and baby on this show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even know if I, I posted this, but I'm gonna share it again because what's wrong with sharing it twice? I mean, hey, <laughs> who knew? Um, so there's that. Um last week we did a continuation of our what is black culture. Mm-hmm. And um one of the things that was my takeaway from it was one of the questions that I kind of asked, and I actually shared it again today, um, is do you think that or how do you feel about black culture utilizing its buying power? Is it being done strategically? And so what I mean by that is the buying power that we do have do you feel that we are actually using it to our advantage? Because one of our biggest gripes is that every time we do this, every time we do that, they take things from us. But if you don't own it, it can be tooketh. So what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like when you know better, you do better, right? So with that being said, that's why my question is, is black culture utilizing its buying power strategically? So that's that will probably be uh, another part to our what is black culture. True. Okay. Um, so that was my takeaway. Oh, I'm back now. I'm truly back now. So <laughs> what is black culture, man? We went all the way around the room, and um, Hannibal talked about Mr. Hannibal in Burton. You don't want to get the end. Uh-huh. Right. So he talked about uh, soul food and where that came from. But it was kind of interesting parallel about how our black culture came about from hand-me-downs and scraps. And I guess the black way is to take what we got and make it a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the black culture. That's what I took from that. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. It's just, you know, that's a story. But kind of mm-hmm. one of the things we talked about uh, was that's the story behind right. the culture. Right. The creation right. of right. it right. more right. so than it being the culture. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, the story that, that, that you hear or that you know of behind uh what is called, you know, black culture. Right. So sorry I'm moving around. I just didn't want to lose power in all this uh, tools that we got going <laughs> that on. That I got going on here because I can't steal and so forth. I got to make sure everything doing what it's supposed to be doing. Understand its assignment. Oh. Okay. All right. So because we had such a great time with the old great Hannibal. The great. Hannibal the great. Oh, he's pulling the fedora. Okay. Oh, he did this like, oh, I need to go get changed. <laughs> he's come back to see us and be our resident guest tonight. How y'all be? I'm hey, right. uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. All right. Can everybody hear Everybody him? can hear him. Okay. Okay. All good right. evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Thank y'all for having me back. Absolutely. Oh, Had a little bit of a little bit of a technical difficulty, but uh, I'm in here. Y'all can't y'all can't keep me out. They tried to silence me last week. You see, I broke through the, through the broad man. Got back in here. So. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you for coming back. And technology is as great as it is. It does have its flaws. Right? So there's that. We call that a picnic era. Uh, Problem in chair, not in the computer. I got you. I got you. I got you. Got it. Got it. Got it. So uh, we just kind of briefly mentioned uh, our highlighted points um, on our conversation, the continuation of uh, Black culture. What is Black culture to you? Uh, I mentioned one of my takeaways, um, and I would like to elaborate on that at a later on a later uh, part to this series. Mm-hmm. Um, is about do you feel not you, but do the people, do the masses, black feel that black culture is utilizing its buying power strategically? Mm. Because, like I said earlier, um, there's always this complaint about they take this from us. They they we we start and they take it, but yet if you don't own it, it's it can be taken. It can be took it as I just said. So it's takeable, right? So with that being the case, um, we don't want others to uh, acquire and assume ownership of something we are the founders of, or, you know, someone of color is the founder of, then one should utilize their buying power as best as possible. I know there's complications, there's always challenges, that that goes without saying, but it's high time that we begin utilizing our buying power more strategically, in my personal opinion. So, Buddha mentioned what you talked about as uh, the story behind our culture, you know, the scraps and so forth. So, that's what we talked about. Um, so, you just came, you came in right at good time because we're going to get into um, our topic tonight. Okay. Hold on, baby. Hold on. Hold on. I enjoy it. But the first thing I would like to do is, Mr. Hannibal, how, how was your week, man? How was your weekend? My bad. This, leading up to this, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about what you had to go through or not go through, the challenges or the, the gifts. You never know how it goes. You know, I'm, I'm going to say my weekend was great because when we talk about the challenges, the challenges reside outside of the front door uh, and that's called the world we face it every day but when you get to come back inside that door this is supposed to be your kingdom right so i try to make sure my kingdom is peaceful and tranquil other than uh the sibling rivalry that my daughters tend to keep up all the time so uh that type oh, you got of a normal life yeah yeah no, the, the normalcy of life you know so in that respect that was a great thing because my daughters have been with me for last since since the weekend. And uh, that right there just brings a whole another aspect to life in itself. Uh, kind of laid low this weekend. It's been very hectic. You know, as we get back into the school year, the semester and everybody's returning to normal. Everybody's confused as to whether we're wearing masks, not wearing masks, whether we're standing six feet off or I'm sitting, I'm standing on your shoulder trying to breathe down the back of your neck. I mean, go to Walmart and you would think COVID don't exist. Come to Miami, go out on the beach and you would say COVID what? There's no COVID. It's, it's just Miami. So we have to take those things into consideration and protect your neck as Wu-Tang would say. Protect your neck. Okay? 
because it's, it's out there. And if you don't believe this thing is real, then I, I don't know what to say to you at this point because we're, we're deep in, we're beyond knee deep. You know, I had people call me, they just got out of the hospital or just coming from the hospital, checking on somebody. And the first thing they say is, man, are you vaccinated? This, this thing is real. And I'm saying, this thing was real a year and a half ago. It didn't just get real. So we have to change our, our mentality. And today is a kind of weird. Uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, thought provoking day on another level. Uh, the grandmaster of my martial arts style uh, passed today. Ah, oh yeah, I've from, seen that. I've seen from that. COVID. From COVID. Wow. You know, and, and this is a man who I got to know and become friends with and, you know, has had an impact on thousands of lives, you know. Sorry to hear that. You have to reconcile those things and, and, and put things in their place and understand what it is you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, I, did, I did a blog over the weekend, <laughs> over the weekend, I did a blog and, and was really talking about why are we doing what we do? Whatever it is you do, why are you doing it? Because a lot of people are going through this life, traveling down the path, following others, being pushed around, uh, doing something because they think it's the right thing to do. And even though you're doing the right thing, doesn't necessarily mean it's the correct thing. And because you're doing the wrong thing, doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Right. Because sometimes we do the, the bad things for the right reason and vice versa. We do the right things for the wrong reasons. And so in the end, if that's still where we're at, if we're still thinking I'm doing this because it's going to it's going to shine a light on me versus I'm doing this because it's going to impact somebody in a positive way. It's going to help me to develop a little further. Right. Then we're wrong. Right, like, but it was a good weekend, yeah. brother. I sorry, sorry to take you around the Mulberry Bush. No, you're all right. Man, you, hey, to be honest with you, you were right where I was living, man. Listen, I had to bury one of my friends for almost the same reason. So it was a whole bunch of mourning and adjustment period in my own mind to wrap my head around this new reality that my friend is gone. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I totally get it. Um, any takeaways from last week? Any takeaways from last week? I love the last week because we got to dig into what's real. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't want to talk about what's real. We want to talk about others. Mm-hmm. And, and baby, you said the statement a few uh, a few minutes ago. We're quick to sit around and push out the they statements. Right. Them over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is they are doing what they're supposed to be doing by human nature. Right. And we, not going to say all of us, but we in mass are not. So when you, when you sitting there and you're making the statement, Oh, the Cubans took over this block. Oh, the Haitians took over this block. Oh, the Venezuelans came in and moved in. Well, guess what? They had an opportunity and they band together to take advantage of that opportunity and Absolutely. so they helped to uplift one another and then moved on to the next house because we see it. Mexican migrant workers. And I, I 
not to stereotype anybody, but I mean, we've all seen it. If you see Mexican migrant workers come in, joke or not, you'll have five, six, seven, eight people living in a house initially. But then guess what? They, they buy that house, pay that house off, move on to the next one on the block and so on and so on until they own the neighborhood. And everybody has a nice house, family's comfortable and a nice uh, vehicle, what have you. And they're still working and they're working together. So we can't complain about doing and they what don't always like each other. about human nature. Yeah, so they don't always like each other. As a, they don't always like each other. They're but they're doing it for a common cause. It, they're, uh, they're, they're, you should say that a little louder. You should say that a little louder. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're not out. They're not competing. It's not about the competition. It's about right. you know the uh, how can I say uh, we're just trying to. It's not all about winning. You know what I mean, per se. Like, you know, well, let me say that it's not about the competition. It's about winning. You know what I mean? Like, and what's the win? The win is that we we collectively grow, and and you and you rarely hear other cultures speak as individuals. They speak as a people. Well, I mean, it, it goes back to it goes back to what we were kind of talking about. When they be uh when they uh abolish segregation and start integrating us into society, right? When they did that, <laughs> they gave us a voice, but for some reason we thought we were equal and we lost that idea of the family structure that we had. You could walk down the street and the next old neighbor ten that horses down could see you do something wrong, chastise you. And then go back to your mom and dad and let them know what happened. It was a village raising each and every child back in our day. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, now we can't even do that, right? But again, and I'm not saying that other cultures don't have its flaws and, and ups and downs, you know, its challenges and so forth. But overall, the mentality, and they, they too, they've gone through... They've been oppressed. They've been through. I'm not going to say they went through as long as we have, but they have many, many other cultures. And I'm talking from a cultural perspective mm-hmm. aspect have endured. Okay. And I'm not, you know, so I'm not trying to minimize black culture or anything. But one thing for certain, the masses of other cultures remain true to their culture. And they You're right. they move You're right. as a people. Well, see, and that and that's true, right? But I think what are I mean, black culture, black society, because we are black, right? What are our desires, right? Our desires are to our own, man. We want to separate and be uh, individual amongst the masses, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Instead of understanding, and when you walk too far ahead. You're not looking back now, which you should be looking back and trying to bring your brother up. You know what I'm saying? They so choose. So we too busy out for self instead of you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that kind of that kind of loses what I was trying to say before, right? We we got in this idea and they gave us the money, right? They gave us everything we needed and they said it was okay. Mm. That took away that that fear that we once had before, right? 
that, you know, they disarmed us in different ways. And now we trust them now because they showed us a way where we can get money. We can get ahead of the game. But like I said before, they always change the currency. But I'm going to tell you one thing that <laughs> won't change. Strategy. <laughs> uh, so, again, I say we are now afforded more opportunities. Okay. Are they easily accessible? Not necessarily. Well, yes, they are, but then there's the red tape within, mm -hmm. I should say. There, the, the opportunities are available. It's just there's these internal systematic challenges that, you know, we, people, many people of color face. Um, we're no longer um, seen as a uh, asset, you know, we are, we've become liabilities. Um, and so as, and I'm talking about not all, of course, I never talk about all, I'm just using general statements. If it don't apply to you, don't it don't apply to you. Okay? <laughs> I, I can't get it. I won't and I can't get to that. You're right. Um, however, uh, however, you know, uh, it's healthy to do that. We are having mature, this is for a mature audience. Right. Okay. So this conversation has to be had. Right. Uh, we now have platforms that does, that um, allows us not to be silenced. Right. And so. Unless you say the wrong word. Right. And. Can, be at, you know, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, again, I say we are afforded more opportunities now where we can use our voice more strategically. Mm -hmm. We can use our buying power more strategically. And so, and it does not need to be uh, something devastating, right. which leads into tonight's topic, which the topic tonight is, does it really need to be a disaster in order for us to come together? And so it's kind of like a piece of the culture conversation uh snatching out different aspects of it because if someone child or someone is hurt a, a person of color is hurt um by the police uh, right. the, the system you know, mm -hmm. uh or, or harm by means of the system whether it's in fair injustice and so forth then we we tend to come together and we you know black lives matter and all those things and it's like okay and again i'm gonna say this again as my next disclaimer i know that progress isn't progress yeah. so although i'm speaking generally i know progress isn't progress but i also know progress isn't progress okay so we gonna keep that in mind okay, okay. adults okay very good <laughs> um but like for example we just had to, they just, you know, Louisiana is going through it right now. Right. Right? Because of the hurricane. Like, can they catch a break? You know what I mean? It's not as devastating as it was with Katrina, you know, but it's still, people are, lives have already been impacted because of that. Right? And on top of, we're dealing with COVID. Mm. On top of, people are losing their lives to, you know, uh, to, to COVID complications and, and so forth. And so it gets like, 
I know everybody they be like, shut up, girl. You always say that. At the end of the day, at the end of this life, I still am a strong believer that it's not going to be about race. It's going to be about class. So these disasters, these different things that's happening, I don't think it's necessarily that it, 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 we need it to pull people together, but it does show you, to me, it shows how people can come together. Okay. If, you know, uh, when they get in a crisis. All right. So that's just me, and I'm going to let y'all talk. Buddha, you said earlier, and maybe you said it too, they they disarm us. Um, and I don't want to veer too far away from the point, but they also arm us, which disarms us because by giving us resources, okay, by giving us resources, you create those divisions, you create that class, you create that chase system, whereby I think because I have a Maserati or I got to buy a turbo and you drive at a Honda Accord, that that makes me a little better than you. Or because I have a title in my position. I'm not just a staff member or a worker. Right. That that puts me a different class from you. And a reality check on that. You, you look at a lot of positions and I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this one out there. So when you go into the black church, you have a pastor, right? You have assistant yeah. pastors. You have yeah. deacons. A lot of these pastors and deacons and trustees and leaders in the church that we're going on Sunday and we're looking up to, they don't hold these high positions in some corporate mecca. You know, I've known pastors that were custodians. Known pastors that were uh, lawn uh, landscapers, you know. So you kind of flip the class system on his head when you look at it from that point of view. And people don't always they don't always take that into consideration. They they they're looking at a hierarchy on paper mm-hmm. and thinking that the higher you are in that hierarchy, that the higher you are in life. Right. And it does right. not reconcile that way. Okay. You, I had, a, I was on a, um, it's actually on a Bible study call last night, oh. and the topic was on legacy. Okay. And then we asked, well, what is legacy? And you know, everybody gives the the answer of what you leave behind, her, inheritance, your name, and you know, the real estate and everything else. But we got to dig a little deeper, folks, because the legacy of who and what you are really stems from the essence that you leave along your path. When people think about you or, or tell stories about you or look at the impact on their lives that you had, that's the real legacy. But I can leave you a million dollars in a mansion and you may not necessarily have a good feel for me. Mm. Like, yeah, Dude left me some money in a, in a house, but uh, I couldn't stand his ass. Okay, I can dig it. How many of folks that. tell that story about their about their parents? We've heard it. We've heard it, and, and usually it's on the 
usually it's on the lighter side of life. But right. we, we've heard it, you know, we've heard it, we see it. So we have to look at it from that point. And when you talk about, let me let me circle back. I'm, I'm going. I'm going right, baby. I'm going right. Let me let me come back left. Let me come back left. Let me come come on back over here. So, does it take a disaster? Unfortunately, yes. To really, to to really break down the walls, the barriers, and because that's what's hap- that's what happens is we build barriers as we develop as we grow because we're not born with barriers mm-hmm. you take a little baby a two-year-old walking around the shopping center a one-year-old that can walk walking around the shopping center or any open place black white green or infant in between that child will walk up to you and even though they're, they're not uh vocabularily enhanced at that point they will walk up to you and talk they will walk up to you and do the little hand thing because you were just another being as far as they're concerned. It's as we go along and the things that we absorb along the path that drop these bricks, these stones in between us. And so we are we learn that I'm separate from them because mom said or dad said, or even if they didn't say, because when we're out and these people try to talk to dad, he looks at them like they're crazy. You know, and he turns his nose up and walks away. So I should do the same thing. So you, you build you build these barriers. And so it's already hot on either side of the wall. It takes that it takes that explosion or implosion in order right. to melt those walls so that now you see the true essence of what's on the other side. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean that's a good that's you made some valid points. I like to talk about the elephant in the room, man. So we go back to does um do we need a disaster for us to do what baby let's talk again? Do we need a disaster to actually come together? I mean, I'm not looking for fool's gold. So like maybe you you know, we have these personal conversations, like so Baby, you say to me, you know what, man? I don't need you making promises, and you do it for a moment, and then you just fade off, right? And that's what we've been doing, right? So we, George Floyd, the other character, the other guy who died as well when he was going into that mysterious house, and a few others, right? We'll get rah 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 rah. We'll even march. We'll even go loot a little bit. Right? We'll make us a point. Right? And then what happens? Once we felt like we are satisfied in the justice that we may or may not have gotten, we go about that, we go on back to our everyday lives. And that's what's anticipated from the other man. But that was yeah, built in. That's right. So they're gonna weather this storm. They're going to weather this storm. Yeah, they're going to get together, but we already know history says they're going to be at each other's neck in about a month now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want to say Black Lives Matter, but it does. But, you know, <laughs> it goes down like this. 
If black lives truly matter, like they say they do, then why are we killing each other? Mm. At an alarming rate. But we'll get upset with the policeman for killing us. More than what we do with our own lives, everyday lives. But see, here's the thing. Joe Ford gets murdered on the corner, and you know who did it. The police are actually, you won't even say nothing. Or Joe Smoke will get murdered, and you won't even help him. You will be filming him dying. So where are we really at, man? I don't need this fly-by-night bullshit. Right. It's not sustainable. You know, a lot of what's happening is not sustainable. But it's unfortunate because, you know, the unfortunate of, of it all is that we are very trendy people. Right. So it's temporary. My, so my answer to that, it's a temporary fix. It's like a Band-Aid on a, on a gas that's a real, you put a little butterfly Band-Aid on a real big-ass gas. You're going to stop the blood for a little bit. But then if there's more blood than it is that, yeah, I mean, then that Band-Aid is going to overflow it. Well, I don't want to necessarily say, huh? I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly say per se, it's just a temporary fix. What I, what I, me associating it with being, we are, we are a trendy people is that we're going to ride it for that moment, right? But we said last week, it comes back around again, okay? It's just how it's being represented when it comes back. It just, it doesn't go, it goes away for a little while. But then it resurfaces. It's like nothing new under the sun, right? Of all the music, all the clothes, and all of that. So the same, everything that we're going through as far as the attempt. Mm-hmm. Each time that there's an attempt to do this something, whatever that something is, it is breaking barriers. Right. Okay, it's just now there's more. Again, more more people are coming together for a common cause. You know, because people are, you know, this the new generation are now coming forth and they're like, you know, who they're seeing that who's actually fighting for the other, you know, the people of color. So, but again, it's it's not never that other other races roll alongside us. It's just that it. Every time this re, re, it regurgitates itself, it recycles itself, another layer is broken. Unfortunately, when it's so stagnant, there's such a gap of stagnation in between, it don't seem like nothing is actually happening. But remember, progress is in progress. It's just not what you wanted to see. But you got to remember, we really ain't no much that much farther than we were, what, 1963, 1960? I mean, Never mind 400 years. We're just talking about just in the last 60 years. With the 60 years, you know, uh, so. So, But there is some change. Iceberg Slim. Yep. You know who Iceberg Slim is? Okay. Yeah, the the, the author. The pimp. The author. But but he's (laughs) an author because he was a pimp. Yeah. And he became an author from his pimp experiences. Now, the reason I bring him up is because when you think about, you talk to any pimp, and if you talk about history, because Iceberg Slim was actually a, was really a pimp. He's, he's not some fictional right. character. 
this is a, this is somebody you can have a conversation about. They can brief you on the nuances, if you will. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna say, okay, I, I can actually I can actually have this conversation because I grew up with pimps as cousins. All right, yeah. it, it's straight up and down. So I've seen those types of things. We we gonna call this the sugar daddy effect. And baby, you're yeah. talking about it not being temporary, Buddha. You said temporary. I, I say, I'm going to side with Baby on this. It's not temporary because it has to be ongoing in order to maintain the system. Okay, And as you said last week and this week, yeah, you continue to change the currency. But it's just like it's just like having a sugar daddy. You want for something, what do they do? They come in, they sprinkle a little sugar on you. Okay? So you can take care of or get what you need or at least what you think you need or want at that point. Half the time, it's not really what you need or want because the narrative is being driven from the outside. See, just like we had that internal voice that we listen to all the time that says, oh, I should or I shouldn't. There's a million external voices that are very strategic. And a lot of them that are in alignment in terms of directing the narrative and the actions of the misguided or the unknowing. Hold on right there. Stop okay. right there. So we're going to talk about this sugar daddy effect, right? And I'm, I'm following you. But one thing about sugar daddies, they only need it when needed, right? This is where I get this temporary thing from. So you only going to go to your sugar daddy. Hey, baby. You're only going to go to your sugar daddy when you need something and when you don't need something. You push him off to the side, right? He's not temporary. He but is there. He's, he's, he's not gone. gone. He's not gone. Okay. Well, well he is, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're right. Oppression ain't gone. No, it's not. Okay. It's still here. Absolutely. Right? The same way. So you're going to rah, rah, rah me to death. And I'm going to come in here and sprinkle that little sugar. Right? Give you what you need in the moment. Then hit your ass back with more oppression. Right. So what I'm saying is what we are doing because so what I'm saying is as a person who's looking for a good sugar daddy, because I'm assuming us are the people looking for the sugar daddy, correct? A sugar person. How about that? A sugar person. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so <laughs> it's a temporal effect. You don't make it peace in my opinion. opinion. I mean, it's a temporal effect for that person, meaning that here you go. I'm good. I want you to, I, I want us, sugar people, to be not codependent on sugar daddy. As long as we codependent on sugar daddy, they're always going to have a thumb on our neck. I agree. And we're always going to rah, rah, rah in a temporary sense because we ain't going to, just like a baby, we only going to holler when we need something. But if so, we don't, if we don't mesh, right, we come together. If we don't build the infrastructure, if we don't build a, if we don't, we, we already have a base. Let me let me let me stop saying build. Let me stop saying build because that's mm-hmm. that's a misconception right there. If you look at the history of America, mm-hmm. in the the economic base of America, what it was mm-hmm. built on, okay, at that time, and you look at the the structural 
foundation of America and who developed that. If you look at science and who developed that, you know, a, a lot of that. I'm not going to say all of that, a lot of that, but you mm-hmm. go to the basis. It stemmed from the black. Okay? You can get mad about that if you want, but that's where it stemmed from. And if you look at the oldest living or the oldest remains of any type of person and what they were and where they were found at, regardless of what is called now, they were black. If you go to the Bible and you look at the description of Jesus, and you can you can paint this blonde hair, blue-eyed uh, Jesus if you want, but that's not what's in the Bible. And yes, the Bible has been translated a hundred times right. and broken down, separated, and revised to present what I want, what you need, whatever. But one of the things that holds true when you go back to the descriptions, okay, since and I'm speaking to the people that you no. live by the word of what's in the Bible. If it says go, then you go, stop, you stop, turn the other cheek, put on arm of Jesus, whatever you want to say. If you look at what is in the text, and what wow. we'll, I'm gonna go a little further. Let's go to the King James Version. Since everybody wants to say that the King James okay. Version is the true version. But how can you say that when there's a version in the in in the um apocryphal the, the complete mm. the complete Bible, okay, the mm. is the complete Bible, which none of us have seen and a lot of people don't even know about, is in the basement of the uh Ah, what's the Catholic Church in in in, in France? I can't think of it. Um, the diocese or whatever they call it. It starts with a C. I can't think of it right now, but it, it, it escapes me. I'll be thinking about that till three a.m. Mm. But the the oldest and most most complete. I, I'm a, I'm going to say most complete because if that's mm-hmm. the one that we have, there was probably a version before that that had more to it. So uh, yeah. if you haven't seen all the books of the Bible, then you can't say that any. Bible is true. I'm starting to digress, but let me go back and say. Let <laughs> me put my hand up, man. Go ahead, finish your statement, but I'm putting my hand. <laughs> <laughs> let me go back and say, we need to enhance and build upon, not build, because we already have a network. We have an infrastructure. We have the dots. We're just not connecting them. What's up? Okay. And until we start doing that in mass, we can't complete the grid. It's like a power, it's like uh, FPL. Let's look at FPL. FPL has different grids throughout Florida, correct? Right, right. You have grids that are are self sufficient within their area. Uh huh. Then you have a complete grid, which feeds all the way, we'll say, down Florida, on yeah. out to Key West the most southern point where they got the little buoy at. Okay? Okay. Now, you can have sections that go down. And I'm going to assume that years ago, before they set up the different power stations, if one section went down, everything beyond that went down because the power didn't transfer. We are now at a point to where if a section goes down, you still have sections around it which operate self-sufficiently because we developed generators and and power centers that feed these areas. Okay? Right. And so we've learned that, and I'm gonna pull some names out of the air. In Fort Walton, 
You can be up and powered, but you can be in destined and be out of power. You can be in uh, St. Augustine up and moving. Wait, what's the what's the more bougie area in Tampa? St. Augustine or Tampa Bay? What? Um, this this one's good. Uh, you know, okay, we'll we'll go Key Largo is, is pretty boozy. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but now, I got you. Now, you might be uh, off off a strip of Bush Gardens yeah. and not have any power, but That's Bush Gardens will have power. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you know, we have these, these separate powers. We, we said, I can, I, can, I can do what I need to do right, right, right. without you. Yeah. One of the things you said about the in being the you know, we should be enhancing. And it goes back to my original statement regarding utilizing the buying power strategically. Right. And so what I'm what I'm thinking, you know, might 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 on this disaster for change, you know, do we need it? Yes, there, you know, yes and no to some magnitude, you know, th- things always kind of push the push the barriers, things that happen generally is the pushing mechanism i guess that's the right word you know um but what needs to happen each time it starts it when it starts recycling itself and it comes back the way other cultures have established a buying power so to speak is that they were strategically placing people in those places of infrastructure in those places of politics in those places of economic, you know, financial uh, opportunity, you know, different, just all the places that were vital, they were placing their their individuals, they were, like we talked about, the village mentality, so they'd be sending a child or two or three or whatever, village get together, they get, they're going to sponsor these two, three children. They're going to go to France, they're going to go to England, they're going to go to London, they're going to come to Florida, they're going to go to New York, all the different places, and they're going to get the education, right? And then that that child goes back and do what they need. They get their self-established here. Uh, they may indeed open a store, open a doctor's office, all the different things. They're going to do that. They're not going to be able to sponsor another child. They're going to pay it back. They've already paid back the monies that the village provided for their families. And now they're going to sponsor somebody else. And then it just kind of keeps going over and over again. You know what I'm saying? That's how that, but they've been placing people strategically over this, this lifetime. They've been putting their people in place. And so that's why I see that they're more uh, aligned on a unified front. And so disasters doesn't necessarily in those aspects they don't need a disaster to for a change they're they're continuously moving whether it's a disaster or not because of just the overall mentality like you were saying it's the mental where we got you know yeah these things were taken from us but we are now in a position where knowledge we have access to more information quickly we agree we at we have access to opportunities what we don't have is people on the inside that are that are that can influence things, and that's why 
when we we have to fight we have to go you know go to congress and do all these different things get out here and march which makes no sense because what you, you know, the truth is we need to get out and vote to get the right people in those political positions in your area before you get to the presidential level because it's the decision that's being made on why you can't go in there and get that bank loan why the mom and pop stores is being closed down because big fish eating the little fish and all those different things why we don't you know all that stuff that's happening we got to get out here and vote now i'm not advocating for voting but i'm just saying you 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 don't really have a voice if you're not going out here utilizing your powers that that you do have in your possession as a people okay so, so let's talk about the diet hold on, hold, hold on hold on i gotta get what i gotta get out sorry I'm y'all here waiting patiently i just need no to no jump in there whole, jump in there brother my bad because you because she went a whole different direction than i wanted to go sorry bring it back all right it's all along the line of do we need disaster for change so just so everyone right. knows we are there's different aspects that are we're using that's stemming from our series, What is Black Culture? Right. This is a part of it. Does Do we need disaster for change? Right. So Go let, me, let, me, let me start. Okay, so you mentioned the, the great book, right? Uh-huh. And we're talking about black culture. Um, well, I'm going to back this thing up. Me, I grew up Christian, and I learned a lot in the Christian background. So, throw that out the window. <laughs> so now I'm here. So, for the sake of having this conversation about black culture and disaster of change, I'm going to ask this question like Christianity itself and how it got to be here in America when it comes to black culture, right? It was beat into us, right? It was taught to us from a level that we knew nothing of. Mm-hmm. Were we Christians or something else in our native land? You see what I'm saying? What did we believe there? Not saying that what we're doing now is right or wrong, but what I'm saying to you is it was brought to us in a way when we was captive. If you didn't believe, you got me. If well, it wasn't didn't, Christianity. It was. It was Christianity as far as no, what they tried in our, to in, our, in in if you want to go back to roots, if you want to go right. back to motherland, right. right, it wasn't Christianity. Right. But here we are now. Right. Right. Here we are now. And we're using these principles that were taught to us from some other uh let's say group. Of people that wanted to be this. Listen, this is the best thing from white white bread, right? This is the best thing since the egg white omelet. You need to get a hold of this. And when we didn't, right, then they went and they said, okay, well, if you don't want to get a hold of this the way you freely, we're going to beat it in you. To the point that's all we ever knew. Right. So how can I really, truly get behind something that wasn't given to us freely? It's freely with us now, but our ancestors put it in us. 
Because somebody put it in them. You see what I'm saying? Put a phrase out there. I want to. I want to put a phrase, and I want you to finish. I don't want you to stop. I'm just going to okay. say this phrase: okay. the fear of God. Now keep going. The fear of God. The fear. Well, I'm just going to put yeah. that phrase out there: the fear of God. Right in the middle of what you're saying. The fear of God. To continue. But I don't think it was the fear of God, though. I think it was the fear of the man that was putting it in us, right? Because we didn't want to die. It had nothing to do with God and our and our, and our physical mind, if you want to say that. Because he wouldn't call it the filter. He was the creator. And then whatever you wanted to call it. Back then, what we used him as, was what we used him as. But what we know now is what they taught us. I'm just like. Now, if you want to call the white man God, then nope. that's all. Nope. Nope. We're not going to do We're that. Not. We're not doing We're not do that. But what we're saying is. This I, I threw that, that out was, there. I feel you. I feel you. But this is something that was force fed to us. Now I'm, and now I grew up Christian now, but I'm just playing the other. I'm playing devil's advocate here. You know what I'm saying? We're calling this black culture, but we'll sit right up in this Baptist church and hum, hum, da, ha, you know, and do all this great thing and talk about the book that was written by other people that they choose to take put uh, put what passage they want to put in. And what passage they want to take out in order to make it make sense to you and I. Say say that last part again. Oh, they, they choose to pick, put in or take out whatever they want to to make it make sense to you and I. Of course. So it's like it don't it's not even about making sense to us. It just needs to make capital sense to them. So I mean when you when you went on that analogy on Christianity or whatnot, I'm more spiritual now than I was religious, right? If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm in tune with whatever spirit I need to align with. Hopefully that's See, good. people confuse spirituality and religion. They do. They do. But see, I come to know what I come to know. Everybody else? They need to. They need to catch on. Oh shit! Where they at? And that's okay. Right. That's okay. Whatever you need to live your life, do do, it. do that. Do that. We're not gonna. Can't make this about religion. But if that's not, what. A, if that's your driving force. Then. But I, I cannot. I, I mean, I cannot allow us to really lean on certain things when that's really not a part of our culture. Other than Black American culture, I mean, okay, so right but, but here's the here's what right I want to know. Gonna fall in. I want to know, you know. Well, I mean, but here's the reality. Here's my thing. <laughs> my question is, okay, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping it up. But my question for Black culture mm -hmm. is, do we? As a people, uh, black culture mm -hmm. people, um, do we stick to what once was or move forward to what is? <laughs> Meaning, you we we know what we've heard, we study, many have studied research, and we've been taught, we've 
self-educated and so forth, or however you acquire the knowledge on our ancestors, you know, um, as far as what we assume the African culture was, because if we did not, if we are not rooted from that, we only are reading and assuming based on literature, you know, that that is, you know, factual information, right? Um, because many of us don't actually have an ancestor or a lineage that carried that story into our present day and brought facts, you know. A lot of it we know was lost. Yes, I understand that. But so I'm saying all that to say, you know, what we no longer knew, what we don't, we know what was taken or stripped away, beat, all those things from that, from the ancestors' culture mm -hmm. to our now culture. Are we going to continue to go backwards? trying to fix the unknown or move forward with what we have so that we can, uh, you know, evolve into, we can recreate because things do repeat itself, we say. We, we, we kind of agree on that. Certain things are repeat. Most things repeat itself. So if we are going to see progression, shouldn't we be moving forward with what, we, what we've the knowledge we've acquired up to date and utilizing as much of our buying power strategically and play you know and and moving like you said earlier moving as as one so that we right. could actually it may not be in my lifetime right. it may not be in your lifetime but mm -hmm. at some point Yes, we know things will change, but as it's changing, we have people in place that's a part of that change so that they can begin to, they can continue to move that knowledge and information on to the next. You're so absolutely right. do we need, do the people, we the people, not just African-Americans, I mean people, period, do people need a disaster for change? All I know is. We still putting money in that complex that building fund in the church that the build the church ain't never been built up. <laughs> That's what I know. At the end of it all, we over here putting Who's that? I don't even know. <laughs> we over here put money in the building fund and twenty years later, ain't shit been built. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same old, it's the same old building with the same old new room. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> but, that, but, that, but there's some people out there with some new cars. I digress. <laughs> so one of the one of the what the, one of the simplest y'all so crazy. One of the simple says that money is the new god, and we lost in the sauce. Actually, I don't want to exclusively say right. Yeah, old. that's one of the old guys because now. We're moving into a digital currency, so... I, I, like I told him before, I think music is the new religion. If you want somebody to learn something, you put it in the song and they got it. I don't even think that's the new religion anymore. It used to be. What is it? It used to be. I'm now, what, what are they saying in these songs now? A whole lot of shit. It's, <laughs> it's not what we are accustomed to. But it's, here's the thing, right? Go ahead. Okay, so... <laughs> 
We hit all over the place. We all over the place, man. Five minutes. We're going to wrap it up. To the basic question, to the basic question, does mm-hmm. it take a disaster? Do people need a disaster for change? Yes. Well, no, no, no. Let me say, let me say no on a on a constant level because change is happening from the time we started this cast until now. Okay, so change is inevitable and perpetual and constant. All right, but do we need a disaster to? allow people to come closer together to at least think about working in unison to at least think about the fact that, Hey, I am on the same level as Buddha baby and Hannibal. Yes. Yes. It does take that sometimes or in today's society, it takes that a lot of times because we are of of the mindset of survival of the fittest or the fanciest, Versus survival of the full body. Okay. Now, and when you get when you break that down culturally, okay, when you break that down culturally, and just like we were talking about earlier, certain ethnic groups will band together by default out of human nature, the need for survival. Okay. Versus the crabs in the barrel mentality. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it takes a disaster to break down those walls to at least clear the playing field. So I can see across and at least look at you and say, "Okay, I see a real person. I'm not dealing with this uh, perception of which I have built up in my my mind. Okay, and vice versa. The question and the problem is, does that change stick? Right. Because quite often you will have, just like we talked, just like you said it, baby, we talked about Floyd. We talked about all the other. Last summer was a hot summer. And I'm not talking about the heat. It was a hot summer. Now, the ironic part of that was today I'm on the expressway and I'm driving Chick passes by me, and I notice on the bumper, she has the black power fist symbol bumper sticker. And I it, I, it th- I thought to myself, damn, I haven't seen a t-shirt or a sticker or a flyer in a minute. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said, Buddha, they'll, they'll persist. They'll, they'll heat up, and then they'll cool down. It's like the two-year-old, the three-year-old, hell, the six-year-old. You give them all the candy they want, and they get all amplified. Mm-hmm. And they're running around, and they're rah, 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 and they're doing everything, and they're just out their head. And then those sugar levels, that body, the body inserts that insulin. Mm-hmm. And it pulls those sugar levels down. It, it's, it's the... Um, it's the uh, okay. pacifier, the pacifier. So basically, what you pull saying, those sugar man. levels down, and that little kid's running around, running around, running around, and then that yeah. child will literally fall down in the middle of the floor and go to sleep. So basically, what let, you're me, saying, let me let me repeat that last statement and go to sleep. Stormy, it goes stormy. So what you're saying to me is somebody got paid off and everything else went down. 
Unfortunately. That's it. Yeah, it was, there was a comment about capitalism <laughs> in the trail. Capitalism right, right. at its best is getting what you can with yeah. the least amount of output or at somebody yeah. else's expense. Yep. So in closing, because we're gonna come to our final thoughts. Man, these boys are uh, this, this boy <laughs> in, in, in the closet. I love it. I love, I love, I love, I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, and of course, these are some heavy, this is a heavy topic, you mm. know, altogether. And the beauty, because it's so heavy, Correctly. is that we can extract from it. Right. We can extract different areas from it and engage in this conversation because that is what's most important that we are actually having these mature conversations. Right. We're going to agree to disagree. You know, mm -hmm. um, we know yet again, this is not directed towards the masses per se. This is more general in what does not take a rocket scientist to figure out because it's what you see, whether you in a fancy neighborhood or you in a middle class, upper class, lower class, no matter what, where your class, where you at, you're seeing these things. And if you're not seeing it, then you're clearly being oblivious. You're living, you're living behind those rose-colored glasses because color it does matter. You know, it does exist. Color, racism does exist. Uh, oppression is still full-blown uh, systematically especially it's full-blown uh, unfortunately and, and you know <laughs> uh, you know uh right now it's kind of quieted because of this pandemic that we are living in so some things are not moving as it once did on a large scale it's just kind of creeping along. Right. So, but be mindful when you see things seem to be simmering. That is when your doggy ears should be going up because that's when things are actually laws are being passed. Uh, all the different statutes and different things are actually happening when they, the system, think uh, least expected. So, it would be most beneficial to the communities to the local leaders to the local influencers and so forth to actually appoint someone within their tribe to actually uh look at those laws and look at what's happening in the different statutes that's taking place within their uh, county state city uh because th th that's where you can at the very least keep your people notified up up front you know talk to your people in the military find out what's actually happening globally so that when it trickles down you understand and 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 if you do if there's a disaster to come then you're more prepared okay so go go back to 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 economic I'm not going to say development. I'm going to say acquisition. You made a statement of uh, what was your statement? What, what 
what I'm trying to paraphrase what you said, but black buying power, black economics. Yes. In 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 short, in theory, it's a great thing, but it needs to be deeper than just acquiring the acquisition of because if it just becomes about black buying power, then we just up the game of how many toys can I get? Yes. Because if, if we have if we have a million black millionaires and the mindset is still I want to have more toys than you or I'm not putting my money in the same pot as you, then we still end up in the same situation. We just so have the key word. The key word was strategic buying power. Strategic buying power. Strategic and, and change of mindset. Communities. Okay, okay, meaning grocery stores, the gas stations, because I know a website right now where they can be bought right down the street from you, like in your area for like as little as maybe $200,000, you know what I mean? But we got to get our credits together where we can, you know, have the opportunity. And sometimes you have to play this. You got to be a be player system to get in the system. So sometimes you may need to take a representative. We need to go fund me. Oh, we need to go, go fund me, y'all. Uh, uh, Black buy, go fund me, starting right here, so that we can start developing. Right. This, uh, get base. that one house, get that apartment complex, buy that sh- that 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 development strip. You know that industrial strip. You know what I mean? Grocery store. It starts because those are the places where people spend their money. I love you, baby. Real money. That's why I say strategic buying power. I'm I'm hey. talking well beyond toys. Hey. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Thank you. So, that was my key word, strategic. <laughs> I want to I want to throw, uh, throw a pitch out there. Okay. Um, now I'm sure there's I'm sure there are several. I'm sure there are mm-hmm. several. But one of the uh, YouTube subscriptions that I have and listen to, other than Buddha and Baby, okay, is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, yes, I watch him too. Okay, so good. you know where I'm going. I love Boyce Watkins because he is for black, by the black, of the black in terms of economic. Now he's not anti-white. He's just saying, let me help to develop the black economic base. And it's not just about throwing the money out there. It's about changing the mindset. And he's talking about everything from a boot camp to just our, our daily lives. So if you have not, check him out. Check him out because it, it's worth the trip. It's worth the trip. You may not buy into everything that he you know, subscribes to because we all don't. Right. But on a basic level in terms of the conversation that we're having right now, uh, I think it's beneficial. Absolutely. Very beneficial. Absolutely. Uh, All right. We got to make a stick. We got to <laughs> make a stick. That's it. Because we can cause the change, but it has to stick. Mm-hmm. That's where I was at. So, um, this is for my two cents. First things first. Uh, I'm not against Christianity. I want to go out there and say, believe what you need to believe. I'm not here to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. Deliver 
a version of the facts that I come to think is right or wrong. That's Bro, you don't explain that. No, I do because there's people out here who need to understand clarity. Clarity. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? This is a recap. This is a recap. So I always, you can come from this and think one way. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just giving you what I believe what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that first. So go back to disaster and change. Um, I'm not here for the fool's gold. I'm just not here for the fool's gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be about this life, I need you to really be about this life. And one thing I used to always say, one, one of my uh, sergeants when I was in the military, he said, what makes a good soldier is not what you're doing in the light. It's what you're doing when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you can give me the rah, rah, rah all you want, but if it ain't lining up what you're doing in the dark, then is it truly something I need to believe in when it comes to you or the leaders that we that we put out there, right? The product right. that we put out there. So, uh, and that's where I'm at with that. You know what I'm saying? You're saying one thing, you're saying what you need, but does it stop there? There's people dying every day, right? There's, there's guys out there, there's just officers out there, or people out there taking allies every day, right? Why are you, why are you slowing down? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Gotta be all gas. You gotta be all gas because it's, it's, it's something happening. Every day, yeah. So real life does a disaster. Does it take a disaster? I, I get it. You want help in the moment that you need the help. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. Yeah, but you don't care. If we want to be sure. We want. We want to shake. We want to shake the tree. And you know. I mean, no, no, no shade. I used to be that way. I used to think about. Whatever's going on in my immediate world, you know what I'm saying? In my day-to-day life, that's all I cared about. Everything outside of that, I didn't really care, right? This is me being honest about who I was. Now, I'm starting to flip these pages and understand there's a bigger picture out there. It's not just about my daughters or her children. It's about the whole entire outlook of our culture that needs to change. Wow. Right? Absolutely. And when I, before I walk down, you know, before I get buried or fall away in dust, I may not see the end results, but I just want to know that my voice has been heard. Okay. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> okay, so we... Uh... Mr. Hannibal says that he is actually drinking a black-owned bourbon. Uh, Thank you for sharing that information. Absolutely. And it's uh, called Uncle Nearest. Oh! Oh! Is that nearest to your makeup? (laughs) (laughs) Nearest to my glass right now. Okay. Okay, very good. I appreciate you coming back. You're welcome, you know, anytime, right? right, right. Uh, Simples. Thank you. Everybody that tuned in and commented tonight, you are the MVP. <laughs> okay, because this is going to absolutely be a weighted season. Mm. Um, 
of discussion because we can and we use. Oh, right. okay. There <laughs> were no jokey jokes and no mentions of sex today. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're gonna mix it up. We're probably we're about to have a little bit. Ah, 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 Talk, we, you know, we, we, we're gonna, we might actually talk a little ratchet about the culture. Oh, yeah. Bring some of the ratchetness of the culture that I actually pleasantly enjoy periodically. Okay. <laughs> we we need to touch that because there, there are expectations that we have yeah. right here that we've, we've developed from somewhere. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it was a, a movie we was watching after school or something, but, uh, in, in, in the realities and how that translates into our relationships, right? So we we gonna we gonna we gonna keep it pushing, and uh, so we do truly appreciate y'all's coming in and uh, supporting us. Uh, we we already know how to support for free, right? Um, and that's by like following and sharing on all of our platforms. Um, baby with a I, not a Y, dot com. I need to probably change the name of our, no, nah, that's, that's too many words. Baby with a I, not a Y, dot com. <laughs> no, real life, real talk with people. That's what we're about, you know what I mean? And um, so we're using our platform. It's not to necessarily tell you that things are supposed to be a certain way. It is more to expand your thought process on the possibilities. So we may be right or wrong. And if you actually have firsthand experience or you have a story of something that you, uh, you know, experienced again, um, and you feel compelled to be a part of our show, if you send us an email, um, we will be more than happy to uh, provide you a, a link where you can join the show and you can share your thoughts. Um, if it's something that you would like to remain anonymous, you also can send that information to us and we will keep you quiet. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. And make sure you tune in to uh, Thoughts from the Base Dash Men. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking right. about the house, y'all. We're not talking about the house. We're talking about the base mentality right. from the base dash mint gotcha so um our special guest which will probably be our recurring uh resident guest he won't be special he'll just be a resident guest we uh we i think I, I think we should get him and bryant on at the same damn time oh that's gonna be nice oh, yeah, i think that'll be a nice mix Get Brian Bunton and Hannibal on at the same time. I won't have y'all on together for the ratchery because uh, that I don't know. I don't know if he. How I mean, if we're gonna get ratchet, we might as well just get all the way ratchet. So then we just blow that oh, thing up. God, I'm, here, I'm here for the shit. <laughs> I'm here for the shit. <laughs> I, I drink the special scotch that night, man. We yeah, you know what I mean. We we got we got to figure out a way to make this thing pop, you know, because we don't want everybody to think that we only are one way. We have to show our diversity okay. and what we can bring. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, uh, we can handle weighted conversations as well as have a little fun in the sun. Uh, and we will. Mm -hmm. 
So with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow uh, Hannibal in uh, Burton. Um, uh, you can find him. Uh, if you need to reach us, we we'll get you connect to him. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> in the house. In the house. In the house. Um, and you already know how to reach us. Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. We all over the place. Well, I like to say one more thing before we close. Yes, dear. I um, mean, my condolences to you, brother. I know you're going through a trying to send, uh, one of your sensei's, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this past, I know that could be tough. So, my condolences to you as well as Don, because I know he's going through it as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I want to thank y'all for uh, allowing me back into this platform. Um, You know, I I mean that with all sincerity. I enjoy these conversations. I enjoy the opportunity. Come on, right. uh, I'll be back. You keep up with this door, I'll be back. Yeah, I'm going to see what I got in the chamber for next week. (laughs) We're going to make it a little ratchery going on. I think think it's time for a little, little, little. The twerk something, nah. <laughs> you know I got different bottles, so I, I told you I got a special bottle. You ready for that case? This week I have, uh, I got one of my army buddies from back in the day. He's gonna slide through. So okay, I'm no, gonna... not next week. That's the fifteenth, right? No, next week is the eighth. It's empty. Ouch! Ouch! You're right. My we got man. two weeks. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta slot. We gotta slot. So we, we might be able to do this. Right. It depends. We'll, we'll let you know because we, we might have to reschedule somebody, and so I don't know if that's gonna work out. And if not, we'll. we'll, we'll but we, Buddha, make sure you know. And everybody, come on, bike. Uh, make sure y'all come back and see us because uh, you already know what time it is. We sitting in conversation with Buddha and baby. Mm-hmm. Leave me up, Scotty. Leave me up, Scotty. Sipping in conversation.